This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. The savings rock when you find a new way to roll, like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near you. It's easy and free. Plus, you can get cash and other rewards for carpooling, up to $600 a year. Get rolling on a new way to work with Rideshare. Register today at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. stories. Yes. Lordy Lou, man. I am just full of it today, man. I You are. We last week we did we talked about the hat man, the black hatted man, Ooh. and I received probably over a hundred emails of people who have seen the black hat man. Now is and he the cousin or the brother of the guy in the yellow hat who owns Curious George? Curious George. <laughs> <laughs> what a time. <laughs> I am going to commit suicide. No. I actually no, I it's interesting because there's so many people emailed us, right? And at first, I was like, <laughs> uh, black hat man. That's not that scary. Mm-hmm. And then you read like 15 of these emails at night. Like last time I was, last night I was going through emails and I was like, oh no. <laughs> like about to go to sleep. Like, oh, please don't come and get me, black hat man. That's I can't my even, first thought. I can't even walk by a hipster pork. What are they called? Pork hats? Pork pie pork, hats? Pork pie hats. <laughs> Can't even walk by one of those stores without getting Very the trembles. Scary. Very scary. Very scary. What up, everybody? Welcome to Side Stories. I'm Ben. Hanging out with Henry as always. Every day. Every day, nonstop. Hope everyone is doing well out there. We got a lot of stories for you this week. You know what I'm going to say? 2020, wrap it up with one word. Shenanigans. So shenanigans. many shenanigans. It's insane. There is fucking shenanigans everywhere. Shenanigans, deadly shenanigans mm. inside your home shenanigans. Mm. Ugh, now, I'm thinking of the, now I'm thinking of the sports bar I was hanging out at in Florida called Shenanigans. A great time and go support Shenanigans if you're ever around the Fort Lauderdale area. Right near the porthole. All right. But that was also the bit bar from Super Troopers. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, that's very interesting. Isn't All right, let fun? me. I want to read a couple of these black hat, black man, <laughs> black hat man stories okay. that I want you to read. That I want you to hear these because some of these, are, I mean, like they're all a little bit. They, they. I picked a couple that were a little bit more unique, but I wanted to read them up top. So you, just so you remember, am I going to get scared here? I hope so. Okay, but I did a little bit more research. Just wanted to talk a little bit about it up top. So the black hatted man is a some form of. I mean, it's something like a thought form, 
between a thought form and a ghost. Kind of like a black-eyed kid. And okay. black-eyed kids are not just kids who don't listen. They're also kids that come into your home. They got actually fully black eyes, even though whites are black. Like Puffin. Right? Like Puffin. Yes. Yeah. They're like little doll's eyes, but it's the side of a child. If a child had Puffin's eyes, it would be terrifying. <laughs> oh, yes, it and would it is, be. There's something, there's somewhere between like actual boogeymen slash cryptid slash like a, a, some kind of paranormal phenomena that is very big on Coast to Coast AM. You can look at it. I also watched a documentary called The Tall Hat Man. Okay. It's on Amazon. And it is it's spooky, but that that was one where it had a like quote unquote psychologist that was like, the black hat man is real and he can hurt you in your dreams. And it's like, this is not helping the messaging here. This Yo, is not bro. helping anybody calm down during coronavirus. You and I both watched a movie that was kind of similar. I highly recommend it. And I'm going to speak for you as well, Henry. The House in Between or the house, but the house, yeah, the house in between. It is really, really cool. Um, but there is someone like that as well. There's a psychic who shows up who is just so on point, such a perfect psychic. There is a presence in this house. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's like it, I think it takes place in New Jersey. I forget where the house in no, between takes place. No, it's in the south. It's in the, oh, it's yeah, like yeah, Louisiana they, or something. It's really fun, but I do love it. But I love it's an actual representation of what ghost hunters look like. They don't look like Zach Baggins. No, they don't. He's a dreamboat. He is the 10 out of 10. He's an 11 out of 10. Like it's a dog site and they refuse to rate any dog less than a 10. He's an 11 yes. out of 10. He could get it. There's one moment in the uh, the house in between where the where the uh, psychic or whatever reveals that she had a picture. She has a she's like, I sit down the night before every night before I go into a home and I have and I visualize it. And she had a picture of a cane sitting next to a door. And, you know, for a fact, she has about a thousand pictures in this book. And she just I mean, we're not that we're not that unique of creatures. So she points to a cane in the house and a door. And she's like, look at this. There's a cane I saw and a door. it in my dreams. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it is it's a little it's a little put together. But the house in between is fun because they shot that house for ten years. Yes, and and, and then but the fat guy. Don't want to bring so, it. Don't I want to blow it for you. Already. There's a larger man in that in this documentary that is heartbreaking <laughs> and also inspiring. But he's the real body of the ghost hunter. That oh. is, it is not again not Zach Baggins. So let me read some of these stories. Now these are we got. I want to say over a hundred black hat Seriously. man stories. So I'm just going to read a couple real quick up top just because, I mean, it's ooky spooky. Awesome. And I don't like it. Great. But I think you'll like it. The hat man appeared to me at least three times. Like this other, like the other listener, I would wake up from a dead sleep and stare at a shadowy corner of my room. And as my vision focused, a figure would emerge. It was tall, wearing a trench coat. And his face obscured by this hat. Oh my god, it's Eric Klebold. I would lay motionless and stare at it for long stretches of time, partly because I was transfixed, but also to verify that I was in fact seeing what I was seeing until I eventually fall asleep. Now what people say again, it is like a 3D shadow. It often hmm. happens during sleep paralysis. They say it quite often happens to people that are already highly interested in the paranormal and the occult. So huh. it kind of your brain's kind of working off something. Well, that kind of goes against what I always say, where if you want it too much, you ain't going to get it. They know you're desperate. But I guess that's not the case here. But it's also sleep issues have quite a bit to do with it. The last time the figure appeared to me, instead of its usual shadowy corner, it was standing in the middle of the room, much closer to my bed. I was able to see its face. It was deathly white, with loose hanging folds of skin and deep sunken eyes. At its feet 
was a second figure, laying face down and hovering a few inches off the ground. The second figure turned its head to look at me. Its face had the same pallid white folds and sunken eyes as the first, except its mouth was open in an unnaturally wide O. That that image is seared in my memory. So that was one. That was fucking creepy as hell. That's horrifying. You never want to die choking on one of those Godzilla dildos. If you ever search for, you know, um, women who can do certain things with their vagina. The the one that could take a lot in there. The monster. Have you seen those monster dildos? Huge. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Doug Sackman, our friend, he used to develop those. And honestly, they (laughs) seem very smooth for the pussy. I think that it's I think that if you like it. If you'd like to be all filled up with it, that's a fun way to do it. Uh, I guess. Please put the practice in before you go to game day on that one. Here's another story that I really, really enjoy. This comes from all the way from from funneled hospice. <laughs> now she sent a picture of a this these two wings. So this is in the UK. It's a hospice in this old building where the west wing and the east wing, it's kind of like in a U, and they face each other. Two okay. sets of windows face each other. My mom, Jay, is a head nurse at a hospice over here in the UK that deals with patients battling cancer and other terminal illnesses. Yes, very, very intense. Mm -hmm. She's an incredibly rational, sensible, and emotionally intelligent woman and doesn't have any particular belief in ghosts and the supernatural, which is exactly why this story shook me when I heard it for the first time. Now, each patient in this U-shaped hospital has a buzzer that they can ring if they need anything from the nurses. Oh, my God. You imagine being a nurse. What do you need, Samantha? What do you need? I want the country to be different. Be like, I know. We all do. Where's the pillow? I can't wait. That's how I'm going to (laughs) go. Death by nurse? I hope so, because I'll just be like grabbing at her knees. This is later on deep in my dementia. That's great. Well, this woman from the West Wing started ringing, right? My mom was taking care of this. On She was on buzzer duty. And she went over there. She arrived to answer the call. The woman asked the, the nurse, can you please ask the man in the hat to leave the room? Ooh. As he was bothering her by silently staring at her from the corner of the room. Yeah, sure, definitely. Very scary. Oh, my God. She described the man as a tall, dark figure wearing a black coat with big, rimmed, Hat. A lot of times they are seen as a kind of square outline. And one guy in that documentary, the tall black hat, mm-hmm. the, the tall black hat man or the black hat man, he said that the brim of the hat was as long as his shoulders. It was very exaggerated. <sighs> okay. Do we know for sure that she was not just watching Undertaker circa, ni- Undertaker circa 1999? Very interesting. One of the witnesses of the black hat man called him the Undertaker. Cool. Like from WWE. So I've you're, stumbled, you're I've stumbled upon the truth once again. You were close, right? So the woman, she said, to describe the man as a tall, dark figure wearing a black coat with a big rimmed hat. Naturally, my mom was a bit spooked by this, given that no one else was in the room with them, but she chalked it up to an hallucination from the pain relief medication that the patient was on. Mm. Its hallucinations were a somewhat common experience by patients on such medication. Damn. She calmed the woman down, I guess by giving her another fucking zap of it. Well, all of a sudden, she got a buzz from a patient on the opposite wing of the building, the wing that looked directly into the current wing that she was on. When she arrived at the opposite wing to ask how she could help the second patient, the woman calmly asked that if my mom, if she could close her curtains as she was being bothered by a scary-looking man in a big-rimmed hat that she could see 
walking up and down the halls in the opposite wing of the building. Oh my god, sounds like Dr. The- Death is coming for an appointment. Yeah, I, I honestly, it sounds like somebody trying to keep people off the beaches right now. Yeah. Right? The wing that my mom had just come from, right? The second patient described exactly the same man as the first did, but she was not on the same meds. Okay. So it's very, so that's another one. Do this is another think, one that scared the fuck out of me. Do you think there's something with older minds and younger minds that make, because they got more stuff going on, either in the growth area or the decline area, that maybe they're more susceptible to seeing something like this? I'm going to just go ahead and say, I have no clue. <laughs> This is another story that fucking this also creeped me out. I went away to grad school and when I moved back, my life took a shit. My Crikey. mom, who had struggled with substance abuse and mental illness for years, was diagnosed with terminal cancer, and my whole family was caught in her downward spiral. It's so Aww. sad. I'm very sorry for that. It's Abs- really that's fucked up. And right? anyone, you know, we get a lot of listeners, pe- people who are sick. Our hearts are with you, and we wish you the best. And uh, yes, indeed, good work, Kissel. Yes, it's very hard out there. This person had trouble sleeping. During these months, horrible insomnia. When I did fall asleep, I'd wake up for about three hours later, desperately, about three hours later, desperately trying to open the bedroom window. I remember woken up Hmm. and being overcome with fear at times. I would wake up in the hallway, staring into the bedroom, looking for whatever it was that had scared me awake. One night I was visited by my old friend, Mr. Hat. Too tall, too thin, with a hat with a brim, a little whiter than a fedora, just standing over me and watching me like he always does. The next day, I was scheduled to work with this kid. He's nine years old, who had significant autism, but was highly intelligent and well-spoken. His major issue was overwhelming anxiety that manifested in compulsive behaviors and emotional helpers. Well, he's got to go to Kmart. you got to get the undies. Yeah, it sounds like me. Sure. The Terrain Man lessons, reference, by the way, for the, anyone oh, yes. who's not exactly 38 years old. Wapner. Got to watch the Wapner. <laughs> well, during our lesson, he seemed more distracted than usual. He kept chewing his fingers and shaking his head until I asked him what was wrong. And he said, do you, do you ever have bad dreams? Sure I do, bud. Not thinking much about it. And he said, hey, did you have one last night? I pause, I pause a little surprised, but eager to get back to the lesson in case my boss walked by. And I said, yeah, actually, you know what I did? I did kind of have a nightmare last night. And then looking me dead in the eye for the first time since I met him, he asked me, did he have the hat? Oh my God, I'm scared. Uh, No, that is horrifying. So these are just little examples. But one thing I wanted to look Ooh. into, people say that this quite often happens with sleep paralysis. And right. I wanted to know why. Like, what is so scary about the syndrome of sleep paralysis? Because, Or or Ugh. is it a demon trying to kill you? I'm trying to make you feel a little bit better and well, say it's not always a demon trying to kill you. I'm happy that none of these people experienced a uh, what would appear to be an ejaculate facial. Uh, it, this person is just standing over their bed staring at them. He does not seem to be playing with a ghost dick, so that's good. Well, yeah, it's not your uncle doing it to you, which I think is honestly, it's nicer than that. But one thing I kept finding when I was looking up was a thing, a thing that the brain goes into called hypervigilance. Um, when you can wake up very suddenly, it's, it happens from people. It's people that study from light sleeping or people say, so hyper vigilance. I, I feel like hyper vigilant. That's what Nicolas Cage is in every movie. He is hyper vigilant, hyper vigilant and in his life. Yes, he is. It is an enhanced state of sensory sensitivity accompanied by exaggerated intensity of behaviors whose purpose is to detect activity. So they believe that what might might happen uh-huh. is that you wake up from a dead sleep you through in REM sleep and your body is locked. Right. 
And your brain, they say a lot of times it's a symptom of PTSD and anxiety disorders. And this is why a lot of times, and sleep paralysis is a lot of times identified with people who have depression or bipolar disorder. Maybe coming back from the war. Sure. Or the grocery store, right? <laughs> I had problems with grocery stores when I was deep inside of my anxiety. So, but basically what happens is that your body, in hypervigilance, there's a perpetual scanning of the environment to search for sights, sounds, people, behavior, smells, or anything else that is reminiscent of activity, threat, or trauma. So okay. you, got, you slide into this hyper-aware state because your body can't move, but your brain knows that you have now become online. You are now conscious, but your body can't move. So okay. it knows, on a, sort of in a subconscious level, that you're highly vulnerable to any sort of attack. Your old-school reptile brain knows this. Mm-hmm. So what it begins to do is scan the environment for things that are threatening and that maybe what it can do is like your eyeballs dilate you start seeing more shapes in the darkness right maybe things that like in your room or or qualities of light are different and for some reason it seems to coalesce in this black hatted man symbol that has happened right. again and again and again it seems to happen and we don't know what's like, interesting does the black-headed man come from a group understanding of the black-headed man and a picturing of it already in your conscious waking mind that then you can apply to your sleeping mind or is it something that is from our collected unconscious right maybe your your brain is trying to find uh, or put put the shapes together into something that you recognize and who doesn't recognize but a also sexy how like man in a black hat standing in the corner of their room i was reading of uh, flying saucers to the center of the mind by john keel last night and a part of what they were talking a little bit it was about the do you think that's help- concept- do you think that's helping with your mental health no, absolutely not. I barely slept. I had a horrible, horrible sleep. Every single time I've been reading all UFO stuff before going to sleep, and I just haven't been able to sleep. It's terrible. Yeah, maybe just maybe um, do the three-hour rule. Three hours before bed, you have to stop reading about UFOs, Henry. And start watching my shows about murder. No, then it's on the log cabin living. Have I you learned log, yeah, the log, log cabin, cabin commandos? Was that what that's called? Yeah, yeah. And I watched my. I've been watching that floral arrangement show, which is really fun. We have all these like a man dresses Super Mario Brothers making dragons out of flowers. It's fun. It's kids creative. It's, it's, <laughs> you know, it's nice. It's something else. Who are you trying but, to convince? Who are you trying to convince? But maybe Black Hat Man comes from like the idea of like what they said how we used to view aliens or things like aliens, Egregonians, oh. like. From gnomes to people like the, we used to with the great Zeppelin craze of the uh, 1800s, which yes. is true. Phantom Zeppelins, which was a was a thing yeah. that people used to see. And then what you do is the stuff that's common to you or common to either the pop culture of the time or what's going on. You ingest these things and then mm-hmm. your brain essentially uses those images to fulfill whatever that intelligence is that you're seeing. Of course, and that uh, the Zeppelin uh, trend, of course, coincides perfectly with the Zeppeli trend of Coney Island, which led to the death of many people who ate that and then immediately went swimming, cramped up, and died. Well, you're blaming. I, I am. I am. I'm so mad. Have you ever had a Zeppeli? Yeah, they're very good, but I don't think they're you're supposed to. You're not supposed to. I honestly do. That I know is this. A myth. You can swim after you eat. That is a myth. But if you eat a bunch of dairy, that's that will mess you up. You will sink. Well, you, get, a, you get shit. If you get a cramp, you can't swim. But yeah, oh, I'm not trying to man. swim across the English Channel here. Nothing. I'm floating in my fucking four feet of chlorine. Nothing more fun. Everyone says, oh, have a water berth. No. Take a dump in the ocean. That is your version of a water birth. Taking a dump in the ocean is the single greatest feeling in the history of time. 
When did you do? Oh, yeah, did you do that in Italy? I've done that in every ocean I've ever been in. It's called feeding the fishies. Ugh. Now you can stream the live TV you love for just 40 bucks a month with Sling TV. Get your favorite channels and shows for the best price. If you want live sports, Sling has all the football playoffs and pro and college basketball. Stay up to date with breaking news from around the world with MSNBC, CNN, and Fox News. Sling also has reality, TV, popular entertainment, kid shows, and more. Sling costs almost half as much as other live TV providers, so you can watch more and pay less. Sling is easy. Sign up in minutes, stream at home or on the go on up to three devices, and record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. Get flexible channel lineups that put you in control. Pause, change, or cancel your service at any time. You'll never get locked into a long-term contract. Check out Sling.com for special offers. Sling, the live TV you love for a price you love. Last podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Thanks, Squarespace! With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website, all on your own terms. Don't let anybody tell you what to do. This ain't your mama's website platform. It is, actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. It's a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I thought it was just the name of what my blood pressure medication turned me into. I'm, I'm peeing. Now, my goals for the year are I have two warehouses filled with horse picks. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, obviously this bit has been done, but the Zendaya Centaur picks are not going anywhere. And I've been trying to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale line out. Uh, I need these moved, okay? Because I have to move into the storage unit. Let's just say there are problems at home. So I need Squarespace to shoot this through the roof for me this year. And that's why I'm going to go full tilt. And not only are you going to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale entire series, clothes and non-clothes, what we also are going to offer, and I mean this, we're trying to get into draft rides. I brought this up the other day. We got to start riding other animals but horses. Take pictures of the horses. Photoshop the horses into other celebrities, but stop riding them. Save a horse. Ride a giraffe with Squarespace. Go head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. Shopping for humans is hard, but shopping for your dog is easy. Thanks to Bark. It's because dog can't give you its opinion. But every month we deliver dogs and treats just for your pup because they deserve to be spoiled. And then the dog shows you what they like incredible. Only I could teach Wendy to use an iPad. She's so resistant. She scratches it up, barks at it, barks at me. But if she could use it, she'd order BarkBox for herself. At Bark, we send your dog a whole new collection of toys and treats made just for them every single month. And for a limited time, we'll double your first box for free. How about that? Wendy loves her little toys. Carmi has become quite a terrorist when it comes to her toys, and she's a murderer. She rips these things up, but, you know, we got some high-quality, tough toys from BarkBox, and she absolutely loves them, and our family could not be happier. <laughs> and if you just want a slice of this joy, 
you got to go to BarkBox. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash left. That's right. You can sign up now at BarkBox.com slash L-E-F-T for this exclusive offer. This ad is now over. Let's go back to petting our dogs. All right. Well, thank you so much for that uh, update and for we're better understanding the black hat man. Scary indeed. Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. If you're a psychiatrist, perhaps we'll do one more update on this. Otherwise, we could spend an entire series on him. And perhaps people- we will at some point in the future. But let us know. What do you think? Why do people see this image? Is it real or is it in the mind or is it both? I absolutely, like, you know, I love that kind of paranormal phenomena, but Coast to Coast has been covering this shit hard care. So you can also look it up if you've got a Coast to Coast subscription like I do. You can yeah. look it up there, which is a lot of fun. Absolutely. All oh, right. I want to give a little bit of an update. A little bit of an update. That necrophilia suspect, the guy last week who was having sex with the corpse on yep. the street, and they didn't know where the, the woman long dead. Uh-huh. Turns out... Um, that was a self-made corpse. He put it together like the movie May? Or was he a yeah. grave robber? or No, he murdered a woman. He murdered a and woman. And then he carried her around like it was Linus's blanket. Okay, hold on a and second. And made love to it. So he murdered the day. woman. He did not make... First of all, that's not making love. That is... I don't even know what that's called. Uh, you don't know whether or not he was petting her head or giving her little kisses. I don't think that's what requires love to be in the situation. You could also do extreme bondage and it could be technically making love. But... Why would they then just charge him with having sex with a corpse? Why didn't they just be like, you, you killed her? Like, I don't I don't understand I how they didn't they, immediately they, assume that he had also killed her. They've added homicide to his list of charges. They added but, it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Necrophilia was how they got him. Like how they got Al Capone with the tax evasion. <laughs> so they got him by because he was treating a corpse like it was uh, a, f- a, f- a favored uh, sp- splooge blanket. There you go, buddy. All right, we have another update as well. Uh, you may recall this story from last week. Uh, this fella, James Fairbanks, he killed a convicted sex offender. Uh, and we were kind of like, well, did the guy actually do it? Uh, what's the deal here? 13 years, this guy Fairbanks had to look at this man. Little indication that this dude, indeed, the man that was killed, was a true, true scumbag in every sense of the word. The victim, in this case, that is the man who also caused a lot of victim. He he victimized a lot of people. But the man who was killed, his daughter supports Fairbanks. So his daughter supports James Fairbanks in killing her father because he was such a scumbag. This is according to Fairbanks defense attorney Steve Leffler. He says our citizens usually hate someone accused of first degree murder. That's what makes this an unusual case because he is getting an immense amount of support from the community. So the state calls this case a it was a cold blooded murder. Condolucci that's the asshole who was the convicted pedophile he was convicted and served time for sexually assaulting a 13 year old girl in bellevue about a decade before yes a couple days later uh, this news source received an anonymous letter confessing again that was fairbanks but it seems as if the dude's daughter is uh taking the side of fairbanks it's probably going to help him get a lighter sentence this is according to 
Brenda Beadle. She is the Douglas County Chief Deputy Attorney. She says, the evidence I know of, he was making efforts to change his life and do right. Ah, okay. More no. than a thousand people have joined Facebook pages with the goal of freeing Fairbanks, saying things like, he's hurt so many people, it's only a matter of time before he did it again. He was stiff. He was still finding ways to have contact with children. I'm here for the Fairbanks family. The name of the man's daughter is Amanda Henry. This is what she had to say. She says, I've been through so much hurt and pain. There were many times I wanted to do it myself, but I didn't want to give up my freedom. So literally the dude's daughter is like, I would have whacked him myself if I had the chance, but I didn't have the courage to give up my freedom like James Fairbanks. Maybe I'm being controversial here, but Fairbanks... You know, I'm going to say five years. Give him five years, two and a half with good behavior. And that's if I'm the judge, I'm putting the gavel down. That's what I'm giving him. His own daughter wanted him dead. And he was, as we learned in last week's episode, Fairbanks says this Condolucci. He wasn't staring at spaghetti. He was staring at children when Fairbanks said, I've had enough of this, sir. And took action into his own hands, which, again, is not right. But this is one of those areas where, oh, my Lord, it's a cloudy day. This is a gray area. He was vaguely right in this scenario. We had a couple of people send emails that are very interesting that work with uh, work with pedophiles that are forced to be around them. And it's, again, say the same thing about the sex offender registry, about how it's such a it's a fucked system because it works. It, it works. But the problem is, is that the people that then have to. If you are like what we talked about in the from the conviction episode, if you are wrongly accused or you have to take a plea, you have to do all this kind of thing, like kind of bullshit in order to like essentially get out of jail and then you're put on that sex offender list. Then you are one of those people, too, even yes. though you're not like there's no room for uh, like levels there, and inside there, of the sex offender and there list. Definitely needs to be going back to this story briefly. You know, usually. Henry Zabrowski, you've been arrested because Ben Kissel says, poop yourself, and it was in public. You're going to prison. <gasps> no one would like us in prison. They would immediately try to beat us up. We would have to defend ourselves. God knows what happens to Shank. They Maybe don't a couple like years funny in solitary. guys. But you know they don't they, like funny guys in prison. That's what that's what Big Herc said. I know. Unless, but they like, it's humor is different. Humor is like, oh my God, did you see the way I shanked that guy in the eye? That's pretty funny stuff. That's that's physical that's scary. humor. But when Fairbanks walked into the medical unit at the jail, at least 10 inmates stood up and applauded him. Like he was like Mother <laughs> at Teresa. At least he'll be popular in jail. He was. And this is according to Fairbanks lawyer, Mr. Leffler. He says, well, he doesn't want to be in jail. It's obviously gratifying. That's incredibly rare. I've been doing this for 44 years and I've never seen anything like that before. So Fairbanks. I bet you he's getting free. He's getting free chips. He's getting free hostess I mean, cupcakes. He's, he's still in jail. Yes, and but- so I, they could probably try to get him out of there with bail. I wonder what his bail, bail will be set be. What what his bail will be set for? I'm not sure if they even offer bail for first degree murder, which is still the charge. Uh, yeah, I think you got to I mean, give we'll him five, two and a half with good. There, he's gonna. T- there's gonna be some kind of play. He's going to get a plea and then we'll see where it guts from there. He's probably going to have to like say I am guilty of some form of murder of being a hero. 
I'm guilty yeah, I, of being a hero. Maybe I'm being controversial here, but no, I, my grandfather was a hero too. He killed he killed so many Italians you couldn't even get the ragu <laughs> out of his fucking pants. Okay, it's this is back he, in the day. He didn't. It's not Condalucci. He was not killed because he was Italian. That was probably the best part of him because at least he knew how to make a carb or two. Exactly. The worst things most Italians are accused of are being a little too physically close to their mothers. Yes, and that's not illegal. It's just weird. And please, God, stop putting it on Pornhub. But hey, dude, we're pulling for you. So we'll see how this fucking goes. This is a story that's breaking that's happening right now. There's a middle of a manhunt for a Yukon student who's suspected in killings. He killed two people with a machete. Jeez. Uh, his name is Peter Manfredonia. He's 23 years old. And he, um, he's he gone a little bit. He's gone haywire and he's gone missing. He was okay. last seen in Pennsylvania. They believe they might have found uh, footage of him in in Maryland. Okay. There's like a picture of him that they said like, but apparently he was a normal guy. Yes. He was a bartender at the local the spot where they were at. It seems that he got more and more agitated as time went on. He attacked an elderly couple with a machete. Damn. Um, he would seem to be, he was vaguely normal. Well, um, that's what I was thinking. One, I was looking at a picture of this guy. I mean, granted, he his, looks a little bit like Richard Instagram. Spencer. It looks like he would go to like, and whatever. It looks like he would go to a Ben Shapiro. You know, he would go listen to him speak and probably ask a few questions in like a, a conference room at his University of Yukon. Maybe it actually can be cool to be conservative. But he went and he he wrote all over his walls. The thing that's become became interesting is that it seems that this was premeditated and now he is going he's kind of gone off the rails, so yes. to speak. But he wrote all over inside of his walls, which kind of became like the reason why people are fascinated with him. Okay. Like he wrote in big letters, I'm not angry, I'm upset, which is a thing that my mom used to say all the time. <laughs> what, what does that mean? That's right before you it's get back. It's worse than angry, that's for certain. It's it's almost as bad as disappointed. Yeah, I wonder what would, uh, he would have killed thousands if he was disappointed. But he wrote on his walls now this 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 he wrote the Sandy Hook promise was one thing that he wrote. He is from the same block as Adam Lanza. Oh, my. He God. knew him what growing up. Of, what, uh, Kenry, so he you said, know, what does that mean? The Sandy Hook promise is that I don't know. Is that a truther thing where it didn't happen in no, their minds or no, he's opposite. He's he's he is setting up his. His own personal killing spree. He wrote in, oh. uh, in red Sharpie on his walls. We saw what happened when Adam snapped. We saw what happened when Thanos snapped. Now they see what happens when I snap. Okay, hold on one second. Uh, that middle, uh, that second name you mentioned there, did you say Thanos? Yes. As he's in, talking like, the about Avengers Josh Thanos? Brolin. So he's, so he is, okay, so in his mind, Adam Lanza is just akin, just slightly akin to Thanos. I think that he is being what you could call a bitch, where he is, um, he has decided to throw his own little temper tantrum, and he thinks he's so emo, he's gonna, he's so emo that he's gonna start killing people. Like he wow. wrote stuff like, "Is this bad? Will I get in trouble? Will oh they look my. at me strange?" He wrote, "Welcome to Peter's world" oh. on his walls. So it's just what it's very, it's kind of Berkowitz style. Um, in terms of, um, like, he's got, like, technically, for, like, kind of a skinny, kind of almost, I'm going to use the word Chad kind of guy. Sure, um, he, he would use um, that. Got, he's kind of got a lot of milk boy characteristics. All right, and again, this guy's name is Peter Manfredono. 
Fred, Manfredonia. It's Manfredonia. It does sound like it's a colony full of douchebags. The one thing that we do have to press again, he is still, as of our recording, on the loose. So just maybe put up like a Trump 2020 sign and see if you can't attract him. See if you yeah. can't like get him over. Just be like, we're having a little rally. We're in support yeah. of the cops in Minneapolis. Want to come and join us? Like- a big sign that says the truth about COVID when he rolls up, get a net and fuck it and put it over his head. But that really is. So obviously this guy, he's killed a few elderly people, which is enough. Um, but he probably wants to still continue to kill. So this is kind of freaking scary, even listen though he's a total to this, weenie. Listen to this fucking crime spree. Wednesday afternoon, Pennsylvania State Police Trooper. This is from the ctpost.com. Pennsylvania State Police Trooper Anthony Petrowski said a new tip. He said they believe is in Hagerstown, Maryland, right? So that's the last thing, right? So what they said was that he took an Uber there. Wait, what? Yep. He Did took he an Uber? The Penn State Police said Manfredonia. He had an Uber driver take him to Hagerstown, Maryland. State Police said the black bag. He said he had a black bag inside with him that had a gun he stole from a Wilmington, Wilmington's man home over the weekend during a home invasion. So he broke into a house. Okay. For the past four months, Rue has said, Manfredonia has been renting a place and at Renwood Apartments. It's a complex consisting of ranch-style buildings offering small one- and two-bedroom apartments mm. that reach about 1,000 square feet, cost about $1,000 a month, which means there's one open now. <laughs> Why do I feel like the author of that article has a neighbor or a, or, or a sister or a brother who's a realtor? She'd be like, I also plugged your con- I plugged the apartment complex. I think we're going to sell one. Thanks. Thank you. Um, really so my said- question, though, is when you get into an Uber... Don't you have to have a destination? You can't just be like the yeah. Corner. He took him to Maryland. He went from Pennsylvania yeah, to but Maryland. That's a state. Don't you have to have like a home or like a? You can't just say a random no. bus stop. Oh, I used to do it all the time. Just pick a corner, pick a random ass gas station, just take him there. <laughs> that's I, what you do. I, I've done it a lot of times. Not. I have I've never not it. taken an Uber to a house, to a job, to a, like a show. Like usually, there's a destination that's a little bit more broad than the sidewalk. It's how it goes. So the search for Manfredonia, it began Friday morning after police say Manfredonia attacked two men with a type of machete in northeast Connecticut town of Willington. However, a source close to the investigation said Manfredonia was on his way to meet a former girlfriend when his motorcycle broke down. Oh, cool. Theodore Demers offered Manfredonia a ride on his ATV. That's fucking dope. When police say that the 62-year-old man was attacked with an edged weapon. The second man came to the aid of Demers was critically injured. And then now he and stable, so he had murdered one. On Sunday, Damn. Willington Man reported being held captive by Manfredonia, who stole his guns, food, supplies, and his truck during a home invasion. A few hours later, police recovered the stolen truck and derby, sending off an extended search that led authorities to a Roosevelt drive home about a mile away. Police said video surveillance showed Manfredonia walking directly toward Nicholas Eisel's home between 5 and 6 a.m. Sunday. Eisel graduated Newton High in 2015 and that they were an acquaintances together. And I believe Manfredonia had fled, kidnapped Eisel's girlfriend in her 2016 Volkswagen Jetta. And then they, he abandoned her and said he, yes. he left her alone and grabbed another car and started and, driving. And of he, course, he's just running scared. And of course, Eisel was found dead in his home on Sunday. So Man, Manfredonia 
is dangerous despite douchey. How douchey he is, he is equally dangerous. Be very careful. I feel horrible for the 62-year-old victim. I feel horrible for the man who just tried to help. Uh, this guy is obviously dangerous. If you are in that area, we actually have a friend who is camping in that area right now. And she's like <laughs> texting me, be like, I got out of New York City to be safe. And now there is literally a killer on the loose. Like it's some kind of horror movie. This dude is running out of options. I would assume, just given our experience in the true crime field, that the more desperate he gets, the more dangerous he will be. So be careful. Um, hit him with your car. Hit him with if your you car. you see him, hit him with your car. And look at him, man. It's an interesting profile of uh, of a America's youth. Of yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Of a butt boy who's fucking, got fucking, it's just some kind of piece of shit. Yeah, he looks like he enjoys some crispy boys every now and again, although I'm sure he doesn't because I don't think he had any friends. And I'm sure he blamed his lack of relationship no, a, abilities because uh, on, on others as opposed to his own horrible personality. No, he is one of those dudes who had friends and had a job. He's a bouncer at a local bar. He had a lot of friends. He's I was a bouncer. A, I didn't have any friends because nobody likes the bouncer, Henry. You see, you've never had to be in a position of power like that where people immediately assume that you're the bad guy. And I just am asking for IDs here, NYU student, when I was working at Cabot on 2nd Avenue between 4th and 5th. I am not trying to be mean. I am trying to do my jib, and I am trying to protect and serve. But then they were very I, mean to me. I love, I love bouncers. No, you are a nice person. I've always loved bouncers. Well, you have to get in with the bouncer. But there's yeah. a lot of people who just assume, oh, they see you as authority. So I bet you, Mr. Peter here, he got his feelings hurt. Then he got on a power trip. And then, boom, he's off to killing anyone who gives him a ride on an ATV. I've seen this story a thousand times. A thousand times. A thousand it's hard times. out there, man. I get it. But that's what you got to be careful. Be, Again, honestly, being a bouncer. That is, we will keep you updated on that story. I figure with the fact that we live in an extremely surveilled country that they should be able to find him. Um, I mean, they but, already got him on one camera, but guess what? Guess what he's wearing? A mask, just like all the rest of us. It's a uh, little bit more difficult to find him, and he's just got fucking dude brown hair. Like, I thought he's just you were going to say like a Michael Myers mask or something, in which case it would, would be, be easy. Interesting. Yeah, maybe no. a luchador mask. Hey. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. The experts at Fast Growing Trees curate thousands of plants for all climates, locations, and needs. Available 24-7, you can talk to a plant expert about your soil type, landscape design, and how best to take care of your plants. I love Fast Growing Trees because I just moved here to Los Angeles. I've got a yard now, and I'm doing all the landscaping myself. I love working in my garden. I love planting stuff. I love growing stuff. And the cool thing about fast growing trees that I really like is that they tell you exactly what type of growing zone you're in. I'm in growing zone 10 and they can tell you exactly what type of trees or plants or whatever you can put out in front of your house. Uh, I'm looking at the Norfolk Island pine tree. I'm looking at putting a little bit of red sister cordyline up in front of my fence. I think that'll the red will really pop nice. And maybe for the backyard, I got an extra planter that I might put a Satsuma plum tree in. And these prices are reasonable. They're reasonable if you've ever been to a nursery. 
Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. It's sports. Prize picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor, oh, it's eaten up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Yeah! Toss that rock! Come on, guys! Yeah, pass it around. Get on the excitement with Price Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious caps. Whether it's hula hoops or earring hoops, you're going to know everything you need to know about sports. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Price Picks with little as four correct picks. Conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are getting closer. Basket. Oh, price books even offers injury insurance so that your entry stay in play. Even if one of your players gets injured, I sure wish that Bobby Bonilla was still in the game because I would pick him to go all the way. Can you imagine Bobby Bonilla play basketball? Woo wee dog. Then it would be more like baseball, but Bobby Bonilla would still be crushing it in the contract game. Woo. The deadliest game of all. Download the app today. And use code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. That's code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. And if that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Now, I love Babbel, and I love what they're doing for the people of America. But I went on there to find out if I could learn Fremen in order for me to go and harness the desert power that it would take to finally Get the raids of the sand planet Arrakis. Uh, but they said they only offer real languages and uh, stuff that can really help people travel. I think that's mostly what Babbel's looking to do. They didn't really, like, I called customer service and I asked me, like, well, how can I possibly harness the power of a million Fremen? And they said, please, sir, stop calling. And I said, but I, I'm doing an ad for you currently while we're on the phone. And Babel, you know what? God love them. They helped me learn German. And in the end, they, they were right. Because German's a lot more useful. Here's a special limited time deal for listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash left. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
All right. Well, speaking of matches, this is a lighthearted story that, you know, I just want to say it just because it's lighthearted. Uh, there's a uh, there's a bar in this place and it's called Sputnik's Bar. It's in Colorado. And much like the uh, the Japanese baseball team who wanted to have a crowd, so they got a bunch of sex dolls to hold up sides and stuff. This bar, because everyone felt so lonely, put a bunch of fake ghosts around and it's called Sputnik. So if that ever is open, go and hang out. Um, this is according to the owner. He says it feel it oddly feels nice to have like even though they're not real people, just kind of a presence in the bar. So that's just sort of nice. Um, restaurant. Nice. As long as he didn't like name them all after like people who died in the Holocaust, and then it becomes <laughs> just the saddest restaurant on the face of the planet. Well, that's because Sputnik can only have fifty percent capacity right now. So, uh, so that he's got the ghosts. I think they should just keep the ghosts um, because we're all going to be there one day, and everyone that dies that was a regular at that bar. Mummify the bodies, put the ghost uh, uh, sort of cloth over them, and then they can become real life ghosts. I think that's a great idea. Absolutely. And again, remember, if you're going to build ghosts, make sure I'm going to say this. Make sure that head is flat. Because well, if you got a big cone, hey, you got a big cone shape uh, hood yes. on your thing, you have made a bunch of KKK members all just eating at your restaurant. That is going to make it uncomfortable for everyone, except for um, one person, and then you're going to want that person to no longer come back to your bar. You don't want just the one dude be like, "Oh, finally, we're able to talk about it. I've been hiding fine. this They're whole celebrating time. history in a restaurant." <laughs> um, this is uh, there's another quick story. I'm just going to say this upside down cosmic ray shower. They're saying that there's evidence of a parallel universe. This is a very interesting story about uh, these strange series of events that happened. We don't know what it means yet. This came out according to New Scientist magazine. They believe they found evidence of a potential for a parallel universe and high energy particles found in Antarctica. The researchers were perplexed by a fountain of high energy particles erupting from the ice in Antarctica at NASA's Antarctic Impulsive Transient Antenna, which is the ANITA. Ooh. The phenomenon detected is in pretty strong tension with the standard model of physics. University of Hawaii physics and astronomy professor Peter Gore him said without screaming. Nerd. No, I'm just joking. You, you're very smart. I'm just joking. Around. But they're saying they don't know what the hell this is, right? These high energy particles arrive from space, but it cannot pass through the solid mass of the Earth. Yet, instead of detecting these particles coming from space or reflecting off the ice, Anita has found them coming up from the ice. Hmm. Anita is a, strat- a stratospheric balloon designed to detect cosmic ray showers through radio wave signals, right? As they bounce up or down off the ice, it turns an entire continent into a gigantic neutrino telescope. Anita has twice detected a fountain of high-energy particles coming up from the Earth's surface in years past, with the first time occurring in 2016. The rays resemble an upside-down cosmic ray shower. What we saw is something that looked like a cosmic ray, as seen in reflection off the ice sheet, but it wasn't reflected. As it was, it came out. All of this technically means nothing to me. What they're saying is that they think it just it means some fucking weird bullshit. It's like a window in a world where everything's backwards. Cool. What they're saying it might meet, be evidence of a quote unquote parallel universe, but they're still trying to work out whether or not the machine is broken. <laughs> that is a thing well, that they're trying you, to figure out now. If you need more evidence that the world can be reversed, look no further than the great hip-hop group Crisscross. Uh, in that world, they were just wearing their clothes appropriately. All right, my last true crime story of the day. Man, it's tough to be a mom out there, Henry. Yeah, man, I know that. 
You know that indeed. You know how it is. My kids, my nipples have never been the same. I am sick of these. For the, you're so fucking hungry, these kids. Um, and Mr. you're Zabrowski, not getting anything out of it. Mr. Zabrowski, have, have you been breastfeeding the child and not your... I'm allowed what? to. This is natural. Yes, but Sir. you don't create... You eat can only up, eat up, little Damien. Eat up. Nom, nom, nom. Nom, 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 nom. Although Always I, coughing on my hairs. I have heard, and maybe this was just in a comedy movie somewhere, but I think that men can create milk under stress. Nay, I think that they're full of shit. Wow. Under stress? What, like I'm a fucking squid? I don't know. That I think I heard that somewhere. Pat- I don't know. Patricia Ripley, 45 years old, not mother of the year. Uh, she drowned her kid, Alejandro Ripley. He was nine years old. He's nonverbal, autistic. The it's a craziest story, thing Kessel. about this story, <laughs> she tried to drown him twice in the same day. She was at one canal and a bunch of spectators were like, hey, don't drown your kid. What are you doing? So what she, are you doing? What are you doing there? Prefer if you don't drown your child in front of me. So she said, oh, okay, oh, he just fell. Went to another canal where she completed her mission, which was to drown her child. And then to make her even a worse person, she tried uh, to convince everyone that he was abducted. Yeah. So obviously the father is absolutely devastated. That's Aldo Ripley. He says, we love Alejandro and we got aggrieved with whatever they said about my wife. It's not real. So apparently the father is trying to defend the mother in this case. Um, This is according to her lawyer. He said there is obviously a great deal of support for her. By all accounts, she's been an excellent mother, an excellent person, a great family, as you can see from the people around here. Miami. But she, uh, she drowned her child. Yes, and this is where it gets even more. I'm just going to say Karen, just because that's hip now, and I have to Oh, no, Karen's. I don't even want to hear that Karen is the most hack shit. Karen's can go, everybody, Karen's can go fuck. Tyson's can go fuck. What's a Tyson? I don't know, chicken. Ah, I love it. So this is what she said. This is she said she was ambushed by two black men who demanded drugs and took her cell phone, tablet, and son. Because you know when you want drugs, there's nothing else you want more than also a kid. Like you know when you want like to have a lot of fun and you're like, man, we could have so many good times if we just got a bunch of coke and a nine year old kid who happens to be autistic. Let's have a blast. Coke dealer loves more than a new child. Absolutely. So the arrest uh, affidavit says she provided very conflicting statements. Uh, Hence, she is uh, now arrested, detained, and facing murder charges. She tried to do the cable guy. It's the same. I think that they were African American. It's unbelievable, man. It's just, yes, she, she's a fucking monster. Yeah, she faces attempted and premeditated murder charges. How she is it is, attempted or premeditated? I thought that she killed the kid. She did. Well, I guess it was premeditated murder. Did she kill the kid or did the kid live? Is the, this the strongest child who's ever lived? He they was, tried to drown this kid two times and he lived? Henry, he was found floating in the canal on Friday. Oh, God, so Lord, yes, but, not, he, but on his back in a tube? No, he was not. This isn't whatever that 19. 
1980s like arcade game. What hot tubing? What was that called? Tubin? Hot tubing. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, oh, good so fucking big, lord. Good grief. <laughs> Any hoot. This story. It's just you know you can't. Uh, just be careful out there. Yeah, I guess I won't follow that up with the serial pony rapist story I was going to do. We should move on to fucking hero of the week. <laughs> Honestly, this, by, by this, it's just by this story. standard, the pony the the pony perpetrator is is lighthearted oh. compared to this oh, story. Good lord, they I just, don't the way do they this. Found out. We're just delivering the news. The way they found out that he was doing is that they found all these fucking ugh, marks on the ankles of all the ponies because he tied up other legs. He could have sex with them. Yeah, great. What a fun story. I, I should sell this story to John Krasinski so he can sell it to CBS. I want John Krasinski to package my show, Good News Serial Pony Rapist, and I and we're going to make a million dollars. Because this is what people like in quarantine. They like light hearted fair they like to be they want to be they want to smile and what does it make them smile than the picture that they put of this haunted eyed seen haired kid who looks like he looks like if peter pan did heroin and then they put a picture next to him of a pony screaming that looks like it might be just making a a, a, it's hard to describe it looks like it's a pony making a normal pony voice in one context but in this context it looks like somebody's having sex with it oh my goodness so thanks John Krasinski good news (sighs) so what do you what do you what do you uh, so you're charged with uh, what fornicating with a farm animal what do you get him on with trespassing tax evasion what's going bestiality there you go he made Six to uh, a bunch of ponies, or this other story where a sixty-five-year-old man he died from injuries from having sex with his eighty-one-year-old male uncle. <laughs> his uncle, he asked his uncle. They thought he told sixty-five-year-old dude went to J, went to the hospital with looked like he got the shit beat the fuck out of him. Right? Okay. He told him he got mugged in a, on a hiking trail. He died of his injuries. They go through his emails and all this kind of shit because I don't know why they did that. It turns out his eighty-year-old uncle promised him he would beat him like a redheaded stepchild. I guess that's how they had sex with each other. And that's how he died. Here we go, John Krasinski. More food for the seals. Wow. There we go. Enjoy that one. I I wonder if you can, can you pitch that show with Donald Glover and Dan Harmon to NBC? (laughs) Well, Mr. Glover can do no wrong. I think he can do uh, no wrong. I love it. Great job. All right. Well, per Henry's prompting, let's move on. (laughs) The hero of the week. Hachi fucking Machi having sex with your uncle, man. <laughs> having sex I mean, with it's your better uncle. than having sex with a pony. Now you're making Isn't me it? have to. Now you you're making what? me have I to don't know. break my brain I don't into this. Know. If it is, I think having sex with your uncle is on the same level, especially when you're like. Oh, uncle, I can't wait till you beat the fuck out of me this weekend. Because you're 65 years old. Well, his uncle's 81. Man, and they vote. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know what the movie would be called? Spunkier Old Men. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. I tell you what, though, that's one less less Biden voter. So we better grow another one. 
Remember that, everybody. Oh, right. Hero of the week. Oh, my goodness. We're going to go to Minneapolis for this. We're talking about this dude who's got an ice cream truck, right? His name is Matt Peterson, but he ain't selling ice cream. He's just He's- selling rock and roll and life lessons. So this dude, he dr- he drives around with his pseudo ice cream truck. He's got like the, all the he's got like the Spider-Man thing on the side. He's like, this is full of ice cream. We got all the candy. We got all the ice cream you possibly want. We got the dip codes, whatever the hell it is. He plays rock music super loud, specifically Lamb of God. So you know that. That's pretty heavy metal. And it turns out he don't got no ice cream on board. So This shit is... I love this story so goddamn much. So Peterson says he's got, he got the idea um, when he was younger, he tried to flag down a jangly old truck, and that truck just went off without him. He promised he would return with some tender, and when he got there, no can do. Wow. So that is what he does now to other children. Uh, his truck's name is... Hell General, which is amazing, and the only mm-hmm. thing that this truck dispenses is metal music and disappointment. It's a black ice cream truck that has, they have ice cream, it has some pictures of ice cream on it, but he just plays music and then he stops, right? He stops like he's an ice cream truck. That's right, and he talks to kids and then he's like, yeah, you want some ice cream? I don't think it's going to happen. He's seen wonders, he says. He, he says, pulls out, dude, the, the, the mechanism is they show up for the ice cream. He's like, okay, kids, you want some ice cream? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he just fucking pulls away. <laughs> yeah. He says uh, he's seen grown men who have tried to foist money into his hand while they were, well, Peterson drove at 25 miles an hour. He yep. smiled and peeled off. He said fathers have asked him to explain to their four-year-old kids why they can't have a popsicle they wanted. Smiling, he just refuses. He says he's seen a 12-year-old watch him drive away, watching their mouths form the words, what the fuck? So it is, according to him, completely glorious. And I'm going to say this, life lessons, they're hard to come by. You got to bruise your knees to make them strong enough to kneel on one day. I don't know what, what that means. suck the fucking government's <laughs> cock? Or like, what, what do you mean? I don't know. But it is but important you for kids build to up understand. Scar tissue, much kids. like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Scar tissue that you, that you wish they saw. You just have to understand. Sometimes you get, you're not going to get exactly what you want, even no. though you showed up asking for it. And you no. got the money. Well, Sometimes, he, to be fair, he he has never taken the money, and no, of all he not. does is provide rock and roll. So the kids, what you got to do, if you're young, you circle the truck and you say, you want to play music? Now you're a DJ. And as soon as he realizes he has become a truck DJ in an ice cream contraption, he's going to be so sad that the nine-year-olds will win. I just hope that, honestly, what I'd like him to do is start fucking selling some fucking weed up in that shit. Oh, my God. Be fun I, don't know. Hell. I don't think it's legal yet in Minnesota. It's not legal. Anyway, legalize it. Legalize it. Um, okay. Let me do a couple of listener emails. All right. Do we have a song for listener emails? I'm going to read two emails, and I'm going to read a thing that I was sent to read by one of our online contingents. <laughs> They're all online. Yeah, I know. I know, man. I know. All right, this is cool. All right. I used to live in northeast China in the freezing cold tundra just south of Siberia. 
My neighbor was a super old Chinese widower who would tell me all about all the fucked up things that had happened in that part of China. You know what, sad Henry? If if you put a gun to my head, I would have thought that Siberia was in Russia. And I would have said that with such confidence. They're all next to each other. Are they? Because I just felt extremely stupid. (laughs) It's obvious. No, we are still stupid, but it is is vaguely close. (laughs) Okay. It is vaguely close. But so, but the neighbor lived through all of this shit, slave trade to and from North Korea, all this fucked up shit. The neighbor would also tell me to avoid the construction park next to the river because that is where the, what they called hungry ghosts were. Mm. This is a Buddhist concept for a person condemned to starve for all time in hell. This part of town is where the government buried those executed for cannibalism during the great leap forward. Which is very interesting. I got to look into Damn. the Great Leap Forward. So it, it, they weren't actually, arrested for the murder. They were arrested for eating the food that they killed. Yes, which is kind of what we saw in Russia during right before Chikatilo's crime spree, right. where people were, the food was running around and they're eating each other. Oof. I would actually walk through this area of town all the time because it was pretty empty and a quick way back to my apartment from an expat bar that I liked. Nice. On St. Paddy's, I was coming home pretty drunk and rested on a huge spool of wire they were using in the construction there. I was uh, As I was sitting there, I saw someone running down the path towards me and thinking it was a security guard, I jumped down to apologize and leave. But as I got down, I saw that the figure was running super weirdly, huh. arms pinned directly to their sides with only the feet moving. As it got closer, I saw that it was a man with a hat and his mouth was open extremely wide. The center of the mouth was just a black pit. Damn. I fucking all right. It. I ran without looking back and hailed the first cab I could find back to my block. The next day, I asked my neighbor about it and he said the cannibals were usually tied up before being shot, which is why he was running so weirdly. So you got this dude running like Orange Cassidy. That's a wrestler who keeps his hands in his pockets like Ryan Gosling in the movie Drive. And then his mouth, we've heard, that is so common. This wide mouth, like the dark hole in the mouth. It's very scary. Yeah, it's very scary. It's very scary. But I just thought that was very, very fun. Yeah. Here's another quick story. I was about 11 at the time. My room was being repainted, so I had to crash in my brother's for a couple of nights. Our rooms were linked by a small bathroom hallway. You could look straight through from one to the other if the doors were open. I hate that. I was lying in a sleeping bag on the floor of my brother's room when I suddenly awoke in the middle of the night. The reason was obvious. I felt like my bladder was about to explode. I had to pee. But all of a sudden, I couldn't quite explain it. It was this feeling of dread, right? Like I was being watched. I was free to move. I lay there on the floor staring at the bathroom hallway. staring Staring through the bathroom hallway. All the doors were open so I could see straight through to my own room. As I passively observed my distant bed, I began to get angry at myself. What the hell's wrong with me? I don't have to be reason to be afraid. Right. I was torturing myself. I was like, I was going to fucking piss myself really quick. A light blue glow began to creep across the far wall of my bedroom. Creeping upward in slow pulses, soon my entire room was filled with the blue light as if a car brights were just blaring through the window. Hmm. except we were on the second floor and the light was far too intense for the source to be anything other than inside the house. It kind of, a surge of energy receded to a focal point. Then I saw it. A white orb about the size of a softball lazily floated past the door frame connecting to my room to the bathroom hallway. It it continued its trajectory across the door frame until it was out of view. I watched the blue glow slowly fade from my room as it entered the adjacent hallway. 
I just love this shit. They just say this. Just, just sat there for hours. Is what he said. He just wouldn't cool. go. He, he wouldn't leave. I just love. I love orbs. Sorry, I read that. No, absolutely. I love that as well. The biggest horror there is the shared bathroom. I have Ugh. never understood what what Jack house and designer is just like. This should be a shared space. It's this will kids. be like the co- what's that? It's generally for it's generally for kids. No, I just it's it's still bad because you're in the, you're taking a dump. Next thing you know, your brother walks in because you forgot to lock both doors. You got no privacy whatsoever. I just, hate just like, the oh, shared bathroom. Fucking piggy boy, nice big fucking dump. And you're like, I'm trying to dump. Yeah, he throws yeah, a bunch of water on you. You know how horrible children are. I mean, my yeah, God. they're the worst. They're spreading the coronavirus. Well, got that ain't true. <laughs> uh, now, this is a story I want to read. <clears throat> this is what I, I've heard is called copy pasta that was requested to me to read by the Reddit group. They said it through Side Stories LPOTL. Okay. They wanted copy me to read pasta. it, and I figured that it was fun as hell. This is a response. This is like an old storied response from old school internet archives. Fuck. <laughs> so here we go Navy SEALs copy pasta. <laughs> What the fuck did you just fucking say about me, you little bitch? I'll have you know I graduated top of my class in the Navy SEALs, and I've been involved in numerous secret raids on Al-Qaeda, and I have over (laughs) 300 confirmed kills. I am trained in guerrilla warfare, and I am the top sniper in the entire U.S. Armed Forces. You are nothing to me but just another target. I will wipe you the fuck out with precision, the likes of which has never been seen before on this earth. Mark my fucking words. You think you can get away with saying that shit to me over the internet? Think again, fucker. As we speak, I am contacting my secret network of spies across the USA, and your IP is being traced right now, so you better prepare for the storm, maggot. The storm that wipes out the pathetic little thing you call your life. You're fucking dead, kid. I can be anywhere Anytime, and I can kill you in over 700 ways. That's a lot. And that's just with my bare hands. Not only am I extensively trained in unarmed combat, but I have access to the entire arsenal of the United States Marine Corps, and I will use it. And I will use it to its full extent to wipe your miserable ass off the face of the continent, you little shit. If only you could have known what unholy retribution your little clever comment was about to bring down upon you. Maybe you would have held your fucking tongue, but you couldn't. You didn't. And now you're paying the price, you goddamn idiot. I will shit fury all over you, and you will drown in it. You're fucking dead, kiddo. You're gonna drown in shit, huh? Drown my shit. Well, how about I fall well, that's just gonna, But I, I. So how are you gonna do it? You're gonna shoot me or drown me in human shit? Seven hundred different ways with my bare hands. Seth, Dean Malenko, man of seven hundred moves. Look at that. I do feel like I, that's kind of the, the the genuine way to read it, and I feel like there's other ways you can be like. What the fuck did you say about me, you bitch? <laughs> I have, you know, I graduated the top of my class in the Navy SEALs, and I've been involved in numerous secret raids on Al-Qaeda, and I have over 300 f- confirmed kills. I am trained in guerrilla warfare, and I'm the top sniper in the U.S. Armed Forces. They told me I was. Well, I believe it, my man. 
definitely best to be a sniper when you can't physically run. That's All the best right. part of it. Yeah, sniper just sits. Just sit. I mean, honestly, my Camps. my grandfather, my father, who's the American who fought in the Forgotten War, Korean War. Uh, he hated snipers. He thought they were the weakest of all people because they didn't do face-to-face combat. And I believe that was the sentiment for many, many years amongst many military people. I would fucking know. What's wrong with you? No, that's that's what we're I've talking been told. shit about fucking snipers. No, I'm not what the talking hell is wrong shit with about all sni- of your family. No, my never first of all, a, my father, my grandfather died of asbestos. <laughs> and you're gonna talk to him about you're gonna talk about him that way. He died in the most cowardly way possible. His lungs gave up. No, his his. He, Were they French? Nah. <laughs> he did forgive my grandmother on his death, deathbed for trying to kill him so many times, though. <laughs> so he's a nice guy. He's a good guy. This is fun, man. Oh, I love I love to perform. Definitely. Well, guys, remember, coronavirus got to live. Yep. L I V E. You know Ooh. what E stands for in live? What? E. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> love. Love your body today. Spend extra time masturbating today. In private. In private. That's what I'm saying. Spend extra time. Give yourself that extra little shout. Yes. Make it that go. Make yourself scream today. Love touching yourself. Especially if you're just, if you're sick of everyone that is in your home. Sure. Again, in private, if you have to go to the bathroom, another reason not to have the adjoined bathroom when you need to plug one out. And sometimes you need to sit, you got to read the news, and you just got to laugh. Yeah. (laughs) He's got to laugh, you know, and he sometimes really helps you laugh. Four fingers of um, McKellen 12. <laughs> sometimes really does help me laugh. Puts a little crooked smile in there. You know what I mean? It's like a fun little, fit, the confidence of a senator. I it's always just love it when my mouth is exactly like a burning log of fire. Yep. I like it when it tastes like it's burning. Yeah. Woo. All right, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're doing all right out there. Staying strong, staying tough. Okay. Also, side Last. stories, LPO tale. Oh, side stories, LPO tale at gmail.com. Just email us. Hail yes. yourselves. We got a couple of these. I got lastpodcastmerch.com. Yes. Got to check it out. Go buy all the new bullshit. We got new sizes. It's getting better. It's getting fucking steamier. We're getting fucking so much. We're going to have so many blistering different merch sales. Can't You're going to scream. Get the last spot. Get the last book on the left. We worked on that for two years. And then what I'd like for you to do is if you're if you are home, you were really channeling your inner uh, local yokel from deliverance today. Yes. Squeal. 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 Um, next Wednesday, 630 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Watch Classy Night In on Twitch stream. We're going to show you. We're going to start doing it again at the LPN Twitch show. It's going to be next week. Come check it out. Can't wait to see you. Absolutely. See if Eddie can fit in that screen. He can. Um, All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Of course, once again, hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustulations, everyone. Oh, hail me. Yep, there there it is. Just in time for the poop. Yep. Perfect. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. 